You're listening to a Between the Lines Studios podcast. You can learn more about this show and other Between the Lines shows at BetweenTheLinesStudios.com. This is Danny from the Truth Seekers podcast at www.truthseekerscast.com, and you are listening to Strangely Literal with my BTF, Tabs. I love you, my BTF. Dislike that, Anya. She's newly human and strangely literal. What? I don't say that. No one says that. No one talks that way. Strangely Literal, the podcast. You haven't seen my drawer of inappropriate starches. Here's the part where you make a choice. <laughs> Deborah's book was just telling us funny stories about his life at the monastery. <laughs> this goes beyond anything I've ever done. It's a total loss of control. And not a nice, wholesome, my girlfriend has a pierced tongue cut away. I think you've already figured out I'm not the poster boy for normal. I've given some thought to moving off the edge. Not an ideal location. What a crazy random happenstance. Hi, this is Tab. to another episode of Strangely Literal, the podcast where we give you little bits of fanfic from all across the verse. For Buffy, Angel, Dollhouse, Firefly, uh, and anything else we can think of. <laughs> I'm bringing you today one of those little snippets of a moment in time from a show where the characters just rang true, and that's really my favorite kind of fanfic. The long fanfic is nice, you know, you get into a story, you get into the characters, you get into this whole adventure, that's cool, but I really like the short little moments, the ones that you just can picture in your head and you get them, and that's why I do Strangely Literal. So I hope that you enjoy this very... Uh, I want I was going to say cute, but it's more than that. It's appropriate moment from Firefly in a little fic called Lightheaded by Merle underscore P and read by Valina. Hope you enjoy. Time for some thrilling heroics. Here's how it is. You get killed, I'm telling. Okay, that's new. A month after Miranda... Four weeks, three days, two hours and a half. River steals Simon's scissors from the infirmary and cuts her hair. Simon catches her halfway through, finds her sitting in a nest of blue-black shiny curls, and panics as if she was cutting off her fingers instead. River, what are you doing? he shouts in dismay. Ding zi! He approaches as if to take the scissors from her, but he stops when she points them at him. He doesn't think she'll hurt him. But he isn't sure. And the realization hurts her more than stabbing herself with those scissors ever could. He's right to be scared of her. She hurt him in the past, with words, with fists, with bored and childish cruelties. But not anymore. That person she became in the hands of the Alliance is gone, just like the child she was before. They have faded away and died making room for a new river that is ready to raise like phoenix from the ashes. No, she says, shaking her head, and notices how it feels less heavy already, lighter without its burden. No, she repeats, and wishes her voice didn't sound so angry. But river, he pleads, wringing his hands, your hair! There are tears in his eyes, and she remembers now that He always loved her hair, loved combing and braiding it when they were little, even while her own mother shied away from the intimacy of the gesture. 
She feels sorry for his loss. That's not me anymore, she says, raising the scissors to cut off the last remaining strand. She doesn't have to look in a mirror to know that it looks good, but she goes to find one anyway. Kaylee cries when she sees her. Jane laughs. I like your new look, Mal says when she meets him in the gallery later. Raised eyebrows, the only indication of mild surprise. Simon doesn't, she says sadly. She knows that he knelt to collect the lost curls after she left, cradled them in his hands before putting them in a small box to keep them safe. Mal sighs. Give your brother time, he says. He'll get used to it. River nods. He always does, she says conspiratorially. He's met a new me before. And he'll meet others, Mal says. It pleases her that he knows without asking that she isn't talking about the hair. This new me, he asks conversationally, like he doesn't really care either way. Does it come with a new name? No, she smiles at him. Same name. She lifts the scissors to her head and points them against her own temple, carefully. Just a new head. All of the characters and universes referenced here are the intellectual copyrighted material of Joss Whedon, the Fox Network, Universal Pictures, and others. This podcast and the stories contained herein are purely for entertainment purposes and no money or second life money was made off of this. All stories are by individuals and used with permission from the author. Strangely Literal was created in Chicago and is now produced in Los Angeles and has no connection or affiliation with Joss Whedon. For more information about this show, please check out our website at strangelyliteral.com. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.